Hello. This is Legend. I'm Sam. I'm Amy. And we are a podcast about cryptids, urban legends, and the paranormal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And today, I'm 33, bitches. Well, today in the recording world, Sam has had a birthday. Woo! Her threes have aligned. She is now yeah. 33 on the third. It'll be the closest I'll ever get to 333. Yeah. I'll never live that long. <laughs> I mean, we, we could freeze you. Nah, I'm good. Hmm. Okay. Well, I have a random question to ask you. Let's hear it. If you could rename yourself, what would you choose? If I could rename myself? Mm-hmm. So I've always liked my name. Except your middle name. Well, yeah, but I'm not going to count that. That doesn't exist. That but is a name. I think if I could rename myself, the only name I would rename myself is Alex. Interesting. Because I like the unisex names. Hmm. I don't know why, but I do. Something like that. Would you have a different middle name? I have no middle name. <laughs> You'd just be Alex. Alex. Maybe Alex. I don't know. Something else. <laughs> I don't know. I You've don't never think about thought it. Out of it? Not really. I mean, Sam is a great name. I like Sam. It's just, <laughs> it's exactly like Alex to me. It's unisex name. Except for if you say Samantha, then it's not. And Mm-hmm. Or like nobody Samantha. calls me that. I do. I refer to you as Samantha often. I know. It's weird, though, when anyone <laughs> else does it. Yeah. What about you? What would you name yourself? Amelia? Yes. I would have <laughs> to stick with what my drunk version of me has done, and I would be Amelia. I knew it. Man, I'm good. Yeah. I don't remember a lot. <laughs> when I remember things. <laughs> That's still one of the craziest things that ever happened while I was drunk that I remember. The some girl that was dating Jason was like, Hi, I'm I don't fucking know, flavor of the week. And <laughs> I was like, I'm Amelia. And I was like, No, I'm not. But you can call me that. <laughs> <laughs> It's a really pretty name. I like it. It is. I used to tell people it was my name all the time because, you know, Amy is short for Amelia. But nope, I just have the short part. (laughs) And I'm okay with my middle name. It can stay. I use it all the time. I love your middle name. I think it's very pretty. I like all the flows. I know. It's fun to write. Mm -hmm. Especially in cursive. I would change my last name, though. I've always wanted to be awesome. Awesome? That would be your last name? (laughs) Yeah, when uh, Matt and I were younger, we were always joking about, like, coming up with our own name. It was like, make awesome pants or, you know, something stupid like that. (laughs) Amy make awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Wouldn't it be amazing? It would be pretty cool. Well, are you ready for today's episode? Yes. Before I tell you what it is, do you know what pediophobia is? 
The fear of feet. That's a good guess. That's a good guess. When I saw it, I was like, the fear of pedophiles? Because yes, (laughs) I am afraid of them. (laughs) But it's not. It is the fear of dolls. Interesting. I don't think I really have pediophobia, but I really, like, definitely think dolls can be creepy. I don't have it at all. You don't think they're creepy? Dolls are just dolls. I don't know. Then again, I've never been in a room with, like, a hundred of them. They're, I mean, I've never been in a room with a hundred of them either, but I've seen some old, decrepit-looking dolls. Somehow, when I was younger, I had some, like, porcelain dolls and things. I don't know why. I don't know where they came from. I don't know. I I don't know for you. I don't know. But but I had them, but they were just there. I'm surprised, honestly, that they never got broke. (laughs) Me too. The fear of dolls is thought to be caused by the blank but lifelike faces on them. Yeah, I can understand it. And Mm -hmm. because of the way the eyes are set, it looks like they follow you and stuff. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. So I am going to talk about Isla de la Munecas. Yeah, you are. (laughs) It's also (laughs) known as the Island of the Dolls. Oh. And it is located in Xochimilco. Yep. I know where that is. It does not look like it should be pronounced that way <laughs> i mean obviously it is spanish and i don't speak spanish but it's just spelled with an x at the beginning anyway <laughs> it is 17 miles south of the center of mexico city and like i said everything is in spanish so i had to look up the pronunciation and i put the pronunciation next to all the words except for Milko halfway down in my writing so i might forget how to pronounce it so i apologize you got it it's in there it's hammered in there now i'm trying so the island is extremely small and it's roughly about one acre to get an understanding of how small one acre actually is it's forty three thousand five hundred and sixty feet which may sound like a lot But when you consider that a football field is 48,000 square feet, you realize just how tiny that is. Yeah, that is pretty small. Smaller than a football field. On the island, there are only three huts. But most notably, there are many decaying dolls strung throughout the trees on the island. The small island has a pretty sad and tragic backstory, and according to the island's website, it was never intended to be a tourist destination, but it has become one. Of course it has, because people are rude. (laughs) During the Aztec Empire, which was around 1300 BC to 1521 BC, the Aztecs began to develop the area. When doing so, they created a system of man-made islands, which are called chinampas. And around these islands, the farmers built a canal system to travel to and from each island. Cool. Aztecs were so cool. Way before the dolls ever inhabited the island, after the Aztecs were defeated in the Spanish-Aztec War from 1591 to 1521, 
Many of the chinampas were filled in, with the exception of Xochimilco and its canal system. I found a quote in a New York Post article that states, During the time of Cortez, many people fled here to Xochimilco and hid on the canals. Gerardo Abera, co-founder of Ruta Origin, a sustainable travel company in Mexico, told the Post, A lot of these people were women and children hiding from the conquistadors, and many women killed themselves rather than being caught and raped by the Spanish. That's That sounds like an, a good option. Yeah. I mean, not a good option, but I mean, it sounds like a better option. It sounds fucking horrible. Yeah. The New York Post also goes on to say that it was also used as a shelter for Mexican revolutionaries and religious practitioners who may have fell out of favor... Some of them ended up killed or drowned in these canals. Ooh. So there's like a lot of death already yeah. in the history. And that in and of itself may be enough to spur on rumors that it could be haunted. But if you pair that with the fact that it is now literally covered in dolls hanging <laughs> from trees, some of which are decapitated, some of them are dismembered, while others are disfigured from years of battling the elements, you can see why the island may terrify people. Maybe. The island wasn't known as the Island of the Dolls until around 1950, when a man by the name of Don Julian Santana Barrera moved there. That is a name. Mm-hmm. Some sources claimed that he abandoned his wife and children to seek solitude and peace, while others didn't say exactly why he abandoned them, just that he did. Then some sources didn't claim that he abandoned them at all. In fact, according to his great-nephew, Don Julian and his wife both lived in the cabin on the island, but were unable to have children due to the island itself. Ooh. I'm inclined to believe his actual family members, but even his family members didn't specify why Don Julian moved there in the first place. For fun. You know, For fun. sometimes I just feel like I want to go to a fairly deserted island and get away from everyone. I can totally get behind that. And I'm wondering if the other sources that say he moved there for peace and quiet, it's like a mixture of what everybody's saying. Kind of, there's a little bit of everything. Maybe. The story goes that sometime after he moved to the island, three little girls came to visit. And according to an article by Guinness World Records, yeah, I use that (laughs) as a source. (laughs) He witnessed one of the girls get entangled in the canal's water lilies. Other sources say the little girl had some type of accident, but they never specify what. The Guinness Book of World Records the Guinness World Records is the only website that specified that she got stuck in water lilies. Hmm. Anyway, Don Julian jumped in after her in an attempt to rescue her, but he couldn't get to her in time, and the little girl passed away. And after reaching the little girl's body, it was said that he heard the spirit of her scream, I want my doll. Oh, that's creepy. Yeah. Shortly after, he found a doll floating in the water not far from where she had been found. Okay. So there's our first doll. Yep. He erected a white crucifix in the spot where the girl had died. 
Interestingly, though, there are no official reports or evidence that this actually happened. According to his family and some locals, they say that he imagined this little girl and that it was all, you know, a figment of his imagination brought on by his solitude. I mean, I've seen Castaway. Right. Well, (laughs) and some of them, some of his family says that and then some of them don't like some of them are like, no, that happened. Hmm. So it's very up in the air, but there are no actual police reports. Of course not. Is the white crucifix actually there? Yes. Okay. The white crucifix is there. So whether that's the case or not, Don Julian clearly believed it happened. And afterward, he hung the doll from a tree. Now, there are three theories as to why the doll was hung up. The first theory is to honor the little girl. Mm -hmm. The second theory is to appease the little girl's spirit from haunting him. And then the third and final theory is to protect the little girl from demons and evil spirits in the afterlife. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) That'll do it. Yeah, depending on the source, you'll find all three reasons in one. So he did well, did it for all it reasons. It was for all. <clears throat> or you'll find like one or two of the reasons. It's claimed that after he hung up the doll, he was haunted by the little girl. He started to hear crying around the island and he also started to see shadows. Some sources claim that dolls just started to appear in the trees anytime Don Julian would go outside. So dolls he did not hang up all of a sudden started appearing. Interesting. So apparently he didn't appease the little girl at all. No. Because she was still harassing him. Yes. Okay. Rogelio Sanchez Santana, Don Julian's great nephew, never stayed at the island when he was the caretaker. He chose to live 20 miles away with his wife and three children. And he <laughs> would just come and check on the island. He was one of the caretakers after Don Julian passed away. Mm. And I found a quote from him that states, The spirit of the girl was living in sorrow. In the mornings, Julian started seeing ghosts and one day woke up and found all his crops had died. He tried many things to improve his crops, but he couldn't because the spirit damaged it. He became more and more scared. Ooh. That sounds rough. Yeah, but see, like, that's his nephew or his great nephew so i don't know the the family is kind of some of them are like yeah this happened and some of them are like no you know he's not all there was his great nephew alive while he was alive i don't know if his great nephew was but there was a nephew that was alive that we will talk about hmm not his great nephew just a nephew Hmm. Maybe he's just making shit up. Could be. (laughs) So from there, Julian built an altar in his shed to appease the little girl, but to no avail. The spirit still came, and he started collecting more and more dolls as a way to protect himself, thinking that if the spirit had more dolls to play with, she would leave him alone. Of course, there are other more humbling theories as to why he collected the dolls, which was to give the little girl and other lost children's souls dolls to play with. 
Okay. And other sources said that he believed that more spirits of little girls were coming to possess the dolls that he was hanging up. That's interesting. Why does he think that they would know where this island was to come and possess the dolls? I'm actually going to get to that. Oh, okay. I, there is actually a reason for that. Cool. <laughs> Either way, over the next 50 years, Don Julian collected more than 1,000 dolls. Jesus. He would get them from the trash in the city or in the canal, and some were gifted to him by tourists or neighbors. It didn't matter what condition the dolls were in, he would take any that he found or was given. He wouldn't clean them up, and instead he would just hang them up in whatever way he got them. Gross. Well, I mean, they're going to be sitting outside anyway, so Mm -hmm. it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Uh, Don Julian Santa... uh, Don Julian Santana (laughs) Barrera died of a heart attack in April 2001. Mm. Wow. just This was a lot sooner than I thought it was. Mm -hmm. Well, it started in the 1950s, and then he passed away in 2001. For some reason, my brain just was not registering 1950s. Oh, you thought it was like the 1850s? I think so. I was picturing like pantaloons, not (laughs) not jeans. Well, we did talk about like the Spanish-Aztec War back in the 1500s. Yeah, that was way back there. <laughs> yeah. So he was discovered by his nephew, Anastasio, who had come to the island to help him plant pumpkins. He found Don Julian's body in the water, and Anastasio claimed that he was in the same exact place that Don Julian had found the little girl's body. Maybe he After- just killed himself. He had a heart attack. Maybe he had a heart attack because he was trying to kill himself. I don't know. Maybe he had a heart attack and just walked out there. He was like, this will fuck with him. (laughs) Probably. But after this, Anastasio became the caretaker of the island. So just to make it clear, Anastasio was Don Julian's nephew. And he was the first one to take care of the island after don julian's death after him it seems that rogelio sanchez santana don julian's great nephew took over uh-huh. okay so that makes sense so it's a little confusing because there's quite a few nephews when on. when did he take over so the article that i saw for rogelio it was the article was written in 2019 but I think he took over before then. I just know that he was the caretaker in 2019. So it is possible that he was alive towards the end of his life. Right. Yes. And then I found an article written in 2022 where it states that the caretaker is now a different nephew All right. named Javier Romero Santa. Okay. So I don't know. There's a lot of nephews. <laughs> one great nephew and two regular nephews. Or no. Sorry. One regular nephew and two great nephews. <laughs> Man, it must suck to be that regular one. Just never living up to the greatness. <laughs> 
So Javier says unexplained cries can be heard on the island. A quote from him states, at night we tour the place. I go inside with another workmate waiting for the people and we hear a young lady cry or moan. Ooh. In the same article, a local tour guide named Jose Gabriel Gonzalez Franco. I love how long a... these names are. <laughs> well, I, I think that's part of their culture. It is. I had yeah, a this... huge talk about it with one of my ex-co-workers and I forgot everything about what he actually said. Why? But it's just fun. Well, I think they keep their names and put them in diff- their last names and put them in different mm-hmm. positions. And um, I had a course on it for in my ma school interesting yeah well it was like a course on just different cultures and like how to respect different cultures and stuff like that so um well yeah we had those but it didn't explain anything cool it was just be nice but oh (laughs) i'm curious does the multiple last names mess up like your medical system like ordering them and everything or tracking them down it it doesn't real for her what i do mm-hmm. not really but it does i've noticed the system that we use does not like um punctuation it will <laughs> flag a claim in red yeah. for punctuation so when we have like two last names you can't they have to be no they're squished together yeah. they're just like one long name but there's like a capital letter like for the the second one and at first when i started i was like they have a really weird long last (laughs) name but then when you see it it's actually you know Uh, two different last names but every bank that i worked at was not like you would have thought they would have figured out a different way to do it but they were not equipped to handle multiple last names and so like you would try to search for them with like what was on their ID, but that's not how they're in the system because they kick out one name or they hyphenate or something. And I'm like, same. this is obnoxious. They should figure out a way to fix that. Same that with is actually the same. Freaking juniors and stuff. Like, stop naming just... your kids after yourself because it causes problems <laughs> at, at banks and stuff. I just wish that they, um, for me personally would fix the punctuation issue because that would really solve a lot of problems (laughs) but i didn't think about it but yeah when i have to search people Mm. with multiple last names like it won't come up half the time when i put in both last names yeah and so then i have to pick one or the other and sometimes it's not always like the right order like like the right one yeah It, it is they do definitely do need to be more accommodating to that. But um, anyway. Yeah, back on it. <laughs> um, in the same article, loop, 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 I read that. Yep. So Jose Gabriel Gonzalez Franco talks about a doll that is wearing a turquoise dress and glasses and says that it was Don Julian's favorite doll. It is apparently the only doll that was ever given a name. Oh. And now I saw in two different articles two different names <laughs> so in this one it was augustinita augustinita that's fancy i've never heard that one and then locals believe that she is capable of performing miracles and says that she helps people with their faith and then the other name by the way i totally forgot to say it, the other <laughs> name that i saw 
is Augustina. Oh, maybe it's just like the more Americanized version or something. Or Right. So Franco says, since this is a quote, since it is believed that Augustina has gifts, at night she walked around. She even had the gift to cure him and protect him, him being Don Julian, by the way. <laughs> that is the reason why there are plates to leave little offerings for her, end quote. Mm-hmm. How old did he make it? And did you say how old he was when he had his heart attack? Actually, I didn't, and I don't know. Hmm. Okay. I should really look that up really quick. <laughs> so I looked it up and literally cannot find an age for him or a birth date or anything. So, so I'm going to say he was 135. I'm going to go with like 80s. Mm. All right, if you want to be realistic. <laughs> I just caught the 135. Yeah, you know, she Ooh. was there protecting him and everything. He lived an extra long life. He was either She was either protecting him or harassing him. So, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So, the paranormal activity for the island. Some people say that the island is now haunted by Don Julian himself. The little girl that he originally had started hanging the dolls for... And that it's also haunted by many other spirit, spirits, spirits, spirits. Those are the <laughs> that fancy don- ones. Spirits. Mm-hmm. Um, by many other spirits that Don Julian believed came to the island. It's said that the dolls come alive at night, possessed by spirits of children who have passed away. They whistle, whisper, move their limbs, and turn their heads. Cool. It is also said that Don Julian walked with a cane, I'm assuming in his later years, and that you can hear the sound of the cane hitting the ground. Dope. For the island today, when Don Julian was still alive, you could tour the island, visit his cabin, and take photos for a fee. Today, (laughs) there are tours that you can take to see the island, you can bring your own dolls to leave there as well, and there's a museum. Although some tourist businesses will not take you over there out of fear. Yeah, understandable. I think it's kind of bullshit that you can bring your own doll to leave, though. How come? Because that was his thing. You're bringing dolls into his area now. I don't know. It just takes the magic out of it. Like, oh, that's George's doll over there. Well, what does George have to do with the damn island? <laughs> um, there have been quite a few imitations of the island around the area also. And some tourists have actually been duped into believing that they are visiting the real island. Oh, that is yeah. messed up. Yes. So, for my research, I watched two investigations that happened on the island. The first I'm going to talk about is a brief investigation that was done by BuzzFeed Unsolved. They claim that Don Julian moved to the island because he was prosecuted for his, or it's not prosecuted, it's persecuted, right? Persecuted. Okay. Persecuted (laughs) for his religious beliefs. Yes, that's the right word. Yeah, prosecuted is the legal. Yes, he would be going to jail, not an island. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That was the first I had heard of it, and that was the last I heard of it also. I found that on no other sources. Mm, so They were trying to get that 
special flair for their article. Yeah. As I said before, there isn't really a 100% verified reason he moved to the island. The stories seem to vary even within his own family. They also specified that the original doll that Don Julian hung up and his favorite doll, Augustina, are both located in the shed. Why? The only thing... I think they just moved it into the like museum part of That's it. Rude again, messing with his stuff. Well, what you gonna do? He's dead now. That takes the fancy magic out of it. But I think they wanted it to be preserved, though, because all of them are like decaying outside. Well, yeah, but like the spookiness goes away if you move the object. Does it though? It needs to be preserved how it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only thing that really happened during their investigation was a loud bang. <sighs> that seemed to scare the shit out of everyone. Awesome. But for some reason, they did not talk about it. It got swept to the side because immediately after the bang, they noticed a butt ton of giant spiders and they couldn't <laughs> stop talking about the spiders. Aww. And after that, they never talked about the bang and that was pretty much their investigation. Cool. That seems totally worth it. Glad you watched yeah. it. <laughs> yep. They did say that despite Don Julian's obsession with the dolls and his questionable mental state, that he was remembered fondly as a kind and welcoming man. That is not how I have the picture in my head. Especially after you said he has a cane, I just picture him being like, get off my island! No, honestly, everywhere I, I read said that he was extremely nice. Hmm. Interesting. Now, the other investigation that I watched <laughs> is Ghost Adventures. Oh. I thought we'd never have to talk about them again. I know. But which surprising, I really found this episode to be more tolerable than almost any episode I've watched. That's good, at least. <laughs> yeah. So they visited the island in 2014. I would tell you what season it's in, but it was a bitch to find because on Discovery Plus, it's listed as a different season than what it's listed as online. So mm. I had to go through every season and then I didn't write it down because I've I'm had that happen with Ghost Hunters before. Speaking yeah. of. The original Ghost Hunters aren't aren't on your Discovery Plus anymore. Matt and Excuse I went to me? watch some, and we cannot find them at all. Like, try try going to my profile, because I have it saved. So do we, or we did. And it only oh. has, like, the last, like, three seasons. So, like, season <sighs> 17, 18, 19, or, you know, not one, two, and three. Well, thank God I freaking watched them all. I did it. <laughs> I'm going to be pissed. That was like the main reason I got Discovery Plus. I was so yeah. freaking excited. That was the main reason I wanted your password. Well, the second reason, you know, Josh Why Gates. Why would they take that off? I don't know because I don't know. I don't know either. People love that Oh my that God, shit. that sucks. Yeah, maybe. I know. Maybe it was just like a faulty day, but. It wasn't there, and it made me very angry. So then we started it's watching a- that 90s show. 
<laughs> it's also become me and Jamie's thing. Like whenever he does, like if he's sick or something and he sleeps with me, we watch ghost hunters. Well, like that's our thing. Well, they have. Now, what are we gonna watch? Other ghost hunters. They just don't have the OG. Well, the OG is what we watch. Oh, I'm so angry. I'm going <laughs> to check as soon as we get off. <laughs> I need to know. So anyways, back to the ghost adventures. Like I was saying, the, I I forgot to write down what episode it was or what season it was. It's in 2014. And the episode title is The Island of the Dolls. Oh, very original. Easy to find. Yes. Zach talks to a professor named Sebastian Flores Farfan, who is the director of Farfan, Farfan, something like that, or Farfan, 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 sorry. He talks to Sebastian Flores Farfan, who is the director of Sochi Milko's historical archives and who knew Don Julian personally. Oh, they were friends, and he told a few stories to Zach that Don Julian had told him. He also tells Zach about the war and how recently, when they had drugged the canals, they pulled up a lot of skeletons from the water. This is what I was saying is an answer to why would there be other spirits. Because a lot of death happened on that waterway and during those wars... And when they did drag up the, the lake, they literally pulled heaps of skeletons out. Interesting. Were there a lot of children? I I don't know. And I don't think they... Well, they might know. They didn't specify. Mm. I'm sure that they took those bones to be studied. Oh, probably. I'm sure they did. They probably but... took them right to bones. Right to bones. <laughs> yeah. Zach also came across a boater on the canal who wanted to share their personal experience on the waters. His name was Hoveni Medina. These names. There's, there's... It's fun. That's a fun name. Oh. Hoveni. Yeah. Hovani. I don't know. Hoveni. And Medina. You know, the Medina. funky coal Medina. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, he told Zach that one day while he was boating on the canal, he heard a really weird sound that sounded like a drum beating, like a war drum. The sound stressed him out, and apparently the drum beat got more and more frantic, and as it got more frantic, he felt like he was going to have a heart attack. Nice. He said when he returned home, he couldn't really focus on much, and he felt out of it, and after five days, his family took into took him to a shaman to have him exercised. Apparently an evil spirit left him and went into the shaman and then there's, I don't know what happened to it after that. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) It went into the shaman though and I'm I'm assuming that the shaman knew ways to deal with it. Put it into an otter. Yeah. That's okay. That's literally what I was thinking. I was like, (laughs) it reminds me. (laughs) <laughs> of the kushtaka different you know parts of the world but yes similar premise yeah they talked to anastasio don julian's nephew not great nephew just nephew <laughs> and he told them that when he found his uncle don julian in the water he says that he saw a super large fish that is not local to the canal and that he did not recognize he says that this fish took his spirit away. 
he had just got done watching Big Fish. Okay, but this is like a very consistent theme throughout this episode. Mermaids and Big Fish. And they're kind of used interchangeably. Like, I think some of the people think that they're these big fish are mermaids and call them mermaids. And then I think some people just say like big fish that they don't recognize. That's very interesting. But it is also almost exactly the ending of Big Fish. Well, I wonder though if Big Fish wasn't inspired by, you know, Hispanic culture. Cause I don't know I don't know if that's like a regular part of their folklore or not. I don't know. So when they talked to the professor again, Sebastian Flores, or I guess they didn't talk to him again, but before that, when they had been talking to Sebastian Flores Farfan, he was um, saying that Don Julian used to play the guitar on the island to the mermaids so that they would stay away from him. So that's what I'm thinking is that the mermaid and the big fish, like he didn't want it to take his soul mm. or to kill him. I think they're the same. I'd be totally fine with it taking my soul because then my soul could swim forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. And that's what I want to do anyway. I don't know why. Like, I'm terrified of drowning. That's probably oh, no. my I number don't one drown. fear. No, I know. But I feel like if they took my soul, like, I feel like it would be perpetual drowning. I, mean, I guess it. Yeah. I, I mean, I guess it depends on whether they're evil or not, yeah. which is never specified. But I feel like, yes, it would be perpetual drowning because. I'm not a water baby you know, or something. Souls probably don't need air to go. No, we don't. <laughs> but I feel like if there are spirits and things like that, they can fake that feeling for you. <laughs> <laughs> if that makes sense. That's interesting. Speaking of interesting, they brought Harold the doll with them on this investigation. <laughs> Do you know who Harold the doll is? No, but I just feel like that's just something that he would do. It is definitely something that he would do, and we talk about that. Why didn't he bring Robert the doll? Well, probably they wouldn't let him. (laughs) (laughs) So, or now you have me saying Robert the doll. (laughs) Harold the doll is claimed to be one of the most haunted dolls in the world, and we will definitely cover him at some point. It's said that Harold will blink, smile, or even talk to you, that he's evil. Yeah, we know the spiel. <laughs> yeah, well, they take Harold to a psychic in, Me- in Mexico City. They take Harold to the psychic to see if she thinks that it would be a good idea for them to take Harold the doll on this investigation. She tells him no, (laughs) that that Harold is possessed by five different spirits and that he should not bring the doll to the island because Harold is a dark entity while the spirits that inhabit the island are good entities. (laughs) And you know what Zach does? He He says, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Even though I brought this doll to you for your opinion, I am going to bring Harold the doll to this island anyway. Well, yeah, because... You need some spice in the episode or people won't watch it because you're just a whiny brat. Thanks for the advice, but no thanks. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, like I said, he brings Harold the doll anyway. Mm -hmm. 
Something else of note that the psychic says is that a few days prior to the Ghost Adventures team showing up, Don Julian's spirit had been coming to see her every day. Oh. She states that Don Julian told her that people aren't dying by accident in the canal, that it's actually spirits drawing them to the canal, and then the spirits are pulling them in and drowning them. Interesting. Like like uh, uh, La Llorona, right? Yeah. Is that how yeah. you say her? La Llorona. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that. They actually talk about La Llorona, too. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. But I didn't talk about it because I was like, it's not really actually related. No. But sure. Now let's talk about their actual investigation. Zach, if you didn't know, has an extreme phobia of dolls. Sure and he once does. They re- <laughs> once they reach the island, he has an incredibly hard time getting off the boat. But he does manage to do it, obviously, or else there would not have been an episode. Yeah. Wow. He's such an actor. Yeah. Immediately when they got on the island, they walked past a fire pit. So it wasn't lit. And they're talking about some random thing. And you see it as they're walking by. At first, I didn't see it because it was in the background and nothing important. But they're standing off to the side and they hear some cans move- being moved around. And then they it's behind them and they turn around and they look and the fire in the fire pit is fucking blazing (laughs) like it's lit and this island like i said is smaller than a football field Mm -hmm. like creepy as hell that it just lit and none of them noticed there was people in the boat it's a gas fire pit no it's it was actual sticks Yeah, I don't know, but like there was cans moving around and you could hear it. And obviously it could just be an act by them. But if it's not, if you want to take it at face value and what they say happened, that's fucking freaky. Something setting shit on fire. (laughs) Another pretty creepy part is that when they're investigating the shed with the original doll in it, they were reaching down to let Harold out. So they had both, there was two investigators, Zach and another person. And they had kneeled down to unzip the suitcase that Harold was in. And then all of a sudden, it was really confusing at first. It sounded like a cat fight <laughs> and then a doll laughing hmm. in in the shed. And they were like, whoa, whoa, the doll's laughing. They didn't say anything about the cat fight. And I was like, that sounded like a cat. <laughs> and nobody said anything at first. And then... The people at their command center was like, two cats just ran by fighting. Of course. And so, yeah, well, so if you hear the clip, it's like the cats fighting and then the doll laughing. And the doll has the creepiest fucking laugh ever. (laughs) And so anyways, Zach has this theory that an entity, an entity, entity. Entity. Entity, <laughs> and this entity set off the cats, you know, piss them off on purpose, oh, and yeah. then set off the doll to discourage them from letting Harold out of the suitcase. Okie dokie. And what's really creepy about that, though, is that they found like they knew what section because there's dolls hanging all over the walls of the shed on the inside 
Like there's just dolls nailed to the walls. Dolls to the walls. <laughs> and so they're checking them in the area where they heard the laughing. And they're checking all the dolls for like a battery pack or something. And they found one doll that did have a battery pack, but there was no batteries in it and the wires were cut. Oh. That's pretty weird. <laughs> um, So after that fiasco, they kept hearing screaming in the distance and the singing. The cats were probably doing it. That's what they do. Mm. They just scream. Yeah, but I did hear it too, and it was definitely a human scream. But I also want to point out that they could hear dogs barking that were not on the island. Mm, yeah. That were on a different thing. So I'm assuming if you could hear dogs barking, you could hear if somebody was singing or somebody was screaming. Why they were screaming like that, I don't know. It's it was. Fun. It didn't sound fun, but <laughs> I mean, it could it could be a spirit or it could be somebody <laughs> on a different part of land. Then they did a session with a spirit box, which I've explained what a spirit box is before, but just in case someone listening doesn't know what it is, it's it switches radio frequencies and spirits can use it to communicate. So it'll grab, like you can ask a question and then it'll grab like certain words from the like rotating radio frequencies. Does that make sense? Yeah. Did I explain that well? Yes. I hope I did. Anyways, there's a man named Pablo that was with them who was also friends with Don Julian. And they had him identify whether or not the voices that were coming through was Don Julian's voice. Because they don't speak Spanish. Mm. And what was coming through is in Spanish. And the guy Pablo said that it was. But he didn't ever say what he was being said. What? So I don't know. That's just rude. At the end of the episode, they go back to Harold the doll and they bring him out. But then the episode cuts off right there. I don't know if it's like a issue with Discovery Plus or if they really just ended the episode right there. But the last thing that he said was that there was an intensely hot heat signature around Harold the doll. And then the episode literally ends, like, starts rolling credits. There's nothing else. So There wasn't a I part two or anything? Not that I saw. I I checked all the episodes after that, and I looked up, like, if there was another episode, but there wasn't. Weird. So, I think it might have been an issue with Discovery Plus, like, their formatting or something cut it off. I don't know. Maybe. Or maybe they had broken some copyright thing and that part had to get cut out maybe but that is the island of the dolls isla de munekis interesting what do you think i think i've seen it on something before yes and there's also um i may be wrong so don't come at me but i'm pretty sure that in italy somewhere there's also an island of the dolls. Interesting. And I was actually going to look it up and put it in this episode if it was too short. 
but I hit my word mark. <laughs> and so I was like, maybe I can use that for another episode. Maybe. And so I didn't want to add it. Maybe. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if I'm making that up in my head or if that's actually a thing. You're the one that lived over there. I don't know. But I I never heard of it when I lived there. Well, that, I mean, that's a weirder one. It just, it kind of sounds like someone was going through some uh, mental problems, mental changes, and didn't know how to um, help themselves and just kind of, that's what they ended up doing. I don't know. So I was thinking that, but then I'm like, why put the cross in the ground? I mean, like, or in the water near. People have hallucinations all the time. That's true. That is true. There's so many different, like, people saying, like, why he was doing it and this happened or this didn't happen. It was very hard to put together, like, one cohesive story because there was like a lot of different angles of why he was doing it like the little girl was haunting him or he was trying to you know appease the little girl or help her move on or all these different things so what happened to the girl's body nobody knows that's the thing is there was no report yeah there was no police investigation that's that's where I get kind of on the maybe it was a hallucination <laughs> side. Like, I mean, I just, if there's no body, like, would he just leave her in the water? I have no idea. Yeah. No explanation. I just think that there's, there's a good possibility that it was an episode that turned into more <laughs> and then turned into a lifestyle. <laughs> I mean, it it could be. I, I have no idea, honestly. So what would you rate it on the weird shit-o-meter? Um, I don't know. I mean, it's weird, but it's not like weird. I don't know. Dolls are pretty weird weird i feel like i don't think they're weird i don't know i think that people waste a lot of money and effort and time on collecting them i mean yeah you do what you gotta do i guess i guess i mean everybody needs a hobby i guess (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, i don't know it's kind of like in the middle, so like a five. Close to what I was going to give it. I was going to give it a seven just because I really think dolls are just creepy. And if I were to go there at night and look at them, it would freak me out. Regardless of whether I saw any paranormal activity. Yeah. Now I want to go there and see if they freak me out. I don't know. I just don't feel like I would get creeped out by a bunch of dolls. I guess I haven't had the opportunity to test that. Honestly, too, there are so many giant spiders. <laughs> not paranormal. <laughs> not, you know, anything paranormal. But it is weird. They're gross and I don't want them on me. I'd be fine with that. Nope. I don't even know what kind of spiders they are, but they're big. Yeah. 
begins. <laughs> so, anyway, let us know what you think. Have you been there? Because people do go there still. Do you have any weird stories about dolls? Do you collect dolls? Are you going to call me out on that? I don't know why I'm listening. Like, I was waiting for... (laughs) (laughs) I'm tired. Maybe you're hallucinating a little. I am hallucinating. Do you have anything else weird or scary to tell us? We'd like to hear it. That'd be cool. Be so cool, man. That'd be so cool, dude. (laughs) By the way, not to get off subject, but my son keeps calling me dude. Yeah. I'm like, remember that TikTok I sent you where that guy was like, I grounded my son or whatever, but be it his ass or some shit for calling his mom bro? I think so. No. I was like, what? He like grounded him or something. Yeah, I don't Aggressively grounded him. Yeah, it was like severe punishment for that. And I was like, what? Yeah. My son calls me that all the time. I don't think it's disrespectful i call it's everybody that all the time yeah i call him that bro dude like and he <laughs> calls me bro dude the only time i feel like it's disrespectful is if i am reprimanding him and he's like nah bro like <laughs> not taking anything seriously that i said yeah but he doesn't do that he only says it like in a when we're having a jokey conversation yeah i don't know but anyways amy Tell us where they can, you know, send their stories. Hmm. They can send them to our email. This is legendpod at gmail.com. They can also submit them over at our website. This is legendpod.com. And don't forget to follow our social media. We have Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at this is legendpod. Keep it spooky, classy, and sassy. But most of all, keep it legendary. Bye. Later, Gator. <laughs>